We will begin. Thank you for sitting in in the last slot of two days of uh, <laughs> intense conversations. Um, actually, um, I have to introduce Marsha, but at the same time be the moderator, because uh, this uh, uh, it's not a panel. We, we, we basically want to uh, um, present the very freshly uh, f uh, printed, uh, released catalog of an exhibition that uh, I curated uh, recently uh, with six uh, artists from Africa and the diaspora, uh, in which uh, Body, Body Talk, which is uh, an exhibition that uh, looks at uh, notions of the body as an artistic material and, uh, and uh, notions of sexuality, of feminism in the context of uh, contemporary artistic practice. And to, to sort of, uh, um, well, I think I, I have to introduce uh, Marsha first. The exhibition includes six artists from uh, various uh, backgrounds and also slightly the same generation of, uh, of uh, a generation of, uh, of uh, a women artists from Africa that emerged in the late 1990s. And uh, Marsha is, uh, is one of them. I'm very happy that uh, Marsha is here with me today. And I'm also very happy that we have the wonderful surprise that another participating artist to the exhibition is in New York. I didn't know that. Valérie, please join us here. You have to come. And uh, Marsha Kure uh, was born in 1970 in Kanwe, Nigeria. She trained at the University of Nigeria, and she's an alumna of the Shohagen School of Painting and Sculpture and of the Haystack Mountain School. In addition to several solo exhibitions in Nigeria, Germany, the Netherlands, England, and the US, her work has been shown in Dressed Up at the, at the Kemper Museum of Contemporary Art in Kansas City, Missouri in 2013, and at the 11 Dakar Biennial in Dakar last year in 2014, and uh, as well as at the third Triennale de Paris in 2012, curated by Okuen Wezo, the second International Biennial of Contemporary Art in Sevilla, also created by Okuen Wezo in 2006, and the seventh Charger Biennial in 2005. She has been a research fellow at the Smithsonian Institution in 2008, visual artist in residence at the Victoria and Albert Museum in 2014, and winner of the Uche Okeke Prize for Drawing in 1994. Marsha's work is in the collections of the British Museum, the National Museum of African Art, Smithsonian Institution, New York, Newark Museum, Spelman College Museum of Fine Art, and North Carolina Museum of Art, Ivaleva House, and so on, and the Syndicate, the Colo Foundation, and many more. Thank you so much, Marsha, for taking the time. I know how busy you are as an artist, but also as a mother in New York for, for being here. Um, our surprise guest, 
uh, is Valérie Oka. Valérie Oka is an artist based in Abidjan in Côte d'Ivoire. She graduated from École Supérieure des Arts Graphiques et d'Architecture d'Intérieur de Paris in 1990. Her work experiments with the conflictual interrelation between desires and emotions. She's, she seeks to grasp the meaning of love, hunger, the past, the present, the future, fear and trauma with a multidisciplinary oeuvre full of symbolic and uh, philosophical charge. Since 2000, she has participated in several exhibitions, including the Dakar Biennial in Senegal. A major solo exhibition of her work was organized by the Center for Contemporary Art in Lagos in 2012. She has received several awards, including the European Union Prize at the fourth Dakar Biennial in 2000. So I will have uh, this, uh, we don't have uh, slides and images because I wanted it to be more of a, a conversation between us and to introduce the catalog, to introduce uh, the, exhi the exhibition. So I will have this uh, display copy go around as we speak and uh, also uh, actually come back to the, to the motivations of, uh, of doing this exhibition I have to say that the exhibition opened uh, early February at Ville's Contemporary Art Center in Brussels, and uh, it's continuing, it's, uh, it's, go it's going to travel, and it basically will open in 10 days from now at Lunds Kunsthall in Sweden, and it will be there over the summer, and then it goes to Frac Lorraine, in, uh, in Metz for, for the winter until uh, end of January from October to, to January. And there are discussions on the way that hopefully maybe it may come to New York. So uh, we cross fingers for that and uh, I think that uh, it, may, it may happen. The motivations for, for doing this exhibition as a curator, I uh, I'm basically generally just interested in art and artists, and uh, I tend to to think and to believe that art has no gender, so to speak. But uh, the reality of uh, of the of the representation and the circulation and even the discussion of art makes makes certain contingencies. Uh, such as female artists or African artists or, you know, any sort of uh, uh, different kind of uh, categorization or labeling uh, important. Uh, no matter what one would think about them, if they are right or not, or not right, I think that um, I never wanted to do a female show, but this became a necessity. And this is also why uh, I, in my work, I try to avoid uh, this kind of geographical labeling and go really more into, into the practice in, in, uh, in, so in, uh, in itself. And uh, for this exhibition, I was interested in the, in the different forms and means that uh, this generation of uh, women artists in Africa have uh, developed 
to to talk about the body, to talk about, you know, to express feminist uh, uh, concerns or ideas, to um, and also uh, artists will use the body as a vehicle of uh, of expression. The body in an abstracted as much as in a in a in a in a in a direct. Uh, 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 figurative uh, manner, and uh, in uh, in 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 selecting or in inviting the the artists for for this exhibition, it was very important for me that the the kind of uh, 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 spectrum of uh, of practices that I wanted to to deal with and I wanted to show is as diverse and different and even confrontational, but at the same time also, uh, how do you say, uh, coming together, uh, relational if you want, uh, uh, having, um, how do you say, um, similarities. So um, in, the, in, the, in the exhibition you, we, uh, we, it was uh, it was uh, a point for me to have uh, not necessarily to to stay in this scope of uh, African expression, but really get into a, a, a framework of female feminist expression and how that female feminist expression. Is is performed, is played out in the in the practice of the of the six artists uh, invited for for this exhibition. So uh, there is a, a, a broad range uh, of works that, uh, uh, including uh, performative works, uh, including sculptural works, including photography, including video, including uh, tapestry. If you look at the work of uh, Billy Zangewa, uh, that you can also admire in one of the the booths here at the, at the fair with uh, Afronova Gallery, uh, uh, Billy's work. Uh, who, um, when I invited her to the show, she the first thing she told me, she said, "You know, Koyo, I'm not a feminist artist, and I'm not even a political artist. I just do." I just like to work with silk and tell stories through through my tapestry, and uh, and and I told her it's fine that you don't define yourself as such. And uh, but I'm as a curator, I have the liberty to the to to really frame you the way I see your work is uh, is performing in, and uh, and this also this also responds. Uh, to the work of uh, uh, another participating artist such as uh, Miriam Soya Kiambi, uh, a very young, interesting, very charged, very um, uh, engaged uh, uh, artist that works a lot with uh, a mix of, uh, of medium at the same time, uh, including performance, uh, photography, video, in the in her work uh, fracture that is uh, that is in the show which is a, a large scale actually installation that is uh, uh, presented through a performance through video uh, projections and uh, that deals with uh, this kind of uh, fracture from 
tradition and modernity, which is also one of the tropes, one of the very recurrent tropes of contemporary African art, which I think uh, sends me back to the discussions we were having yesterday about subjectivities and also about identities and the fact that uh, subjectivities are more and more sort of expelled out of the contemporary art realm, whereas uh, uh, subjectivities and dealing with subjectivities is, I think, at the core of any artistic practice, directly or, or indirectly. Um, in the exhibition, uh, we also, we there the two works that uh, uh, Valérie is presenting is uh, is a very uh, two uh, very good example in terms of uh, translating and performing subjectivities in relation to perceptions and in relation to to stigmas. Um, Valérie has uh, has a practice of uh, of presenting uh, performative dinners and uh, one of the um, one of the dinners that we that we that we presented in uh, in this exhibition in Body Talk is uh, in her presence, and uh, the idea of the dinner is uh, is about discussing. I mean, creating a setting, a kind of a friendly, uh, come on, the familiar setting of uh, discussing really. Uh, certain topics that are at the core of society and also very much at the core of uh, female life. And, uh, and uh, in, uh, since the, the exhibition is articulated around, uh, you know, uh, translating, interpreting, practicing uh, uh, notions of feminism and sexuality, Valérie stage this uh, a very provocative dinner with uh, 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 a very uh, provocative start that uh, looked at uh, the instrumentalization of the black female body, which is a large topic, I think, on both shores of the Atlantic, uh, which has a long history of over-determination of the black female sexuality. And uh, in that dinner, the dinner kicks up with a very very provocative question that in translation is something like, do you think I fuck better because I'm black? I mean, it's, uh, it may sound extremely cliched, but I think it's a very, very political question. Just very uh, last week, I was, uh, I was looking at uh, uh, a bell hooks uh, uh, YouTube feed where she was discussing that, and where she was she was talk, uh, talking about her, her experience as a young scholar who was interested in the in the instrumentalization of the black female body and the black female sexuality, and how it was it has been difficult for her in the beginning to to be taken seriously in academy just because she was talking about issues. Uh, 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 things that I would not repeat, I, can, I would not repeat here. But just to to uh, uh, to to bring that back into the idea of this uh, kind of uh, 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 over determination, and uh, in the in the in the panel before Marianne Marianne Ibrahim was saying something like, uh, "If we don't do it, 
if we don't define ourselves, we will be defined. So um, before I, uh, I speak too much, I think uh, I would invite uh, Marsha and, uh, and uh, Valerie to say something about their participation to this, uh, to this exhibition. Uh, what did it mean for them and, uh, and the works that uh, they presented there? For for body talk, um, I the the work that Koyo Sandish was interested in was shown in at the Dhaka Biennale, and it had to do with um, uh, homage that I paid to three um, uh, a group of women and two um, female. Um, characters in art history, I thought um, it relevant for me to represent them and for them to have a voice. Uh, but the way that in which I dealt with it was um, more about seeing their bodies as um, a place for interaction. Um, I saw the material in which I used to um, create the installations as the bodies of these women where I performed certain acts of um, healing. Um, it was kind of um, cathartic for me to do that in terms of trying to, should I say, put back together what I felt was missing in my own history. The um, installations were done with uh, pieces that looked like felt, but they're rug pieces, and there was that whole relationship between what the body represented and cloth, and what rug represented as covering for the ground and using or seeing um, the ground as a body, seeing that covering also as something that covered the body, cutting them into little tiny pieces and then fixing them back together again using language of dressmaking or cloth making. Um, but then what began to happen was they began to resemble um, surgical stitches that you heal uh, cuts with. They represented um, kind of fractures in history or my own story. So it was more or less going back and forth between uh, contemporary and historical references. Um, historical in all its ramifications and um, the struggles of all these women and the portrayal of all these women. Uh, one of the panels uh, is called um, The Amazons of Dahomey. Um, another is Fumilayo Rasam Kuti, that's Fela Kuti's mom. And the last one is Queen Landi, uh, Shaka Zulu's mother. Uh, Shaka Zulu's mother, sorry. <laughs> so um, for me, it was important to touch upon um, their stories and touch upon 
the, the history. Uh, Falakuti's mom, of course, was um, a strong feminist who began the women's suffrage movement in Nigeria in the 50s, 60s, I think. And um, she was a strong advocate for women's rights in Nigeria. Um, this was my own way of not only drawing portraits of them, but also acknowledging their contributions to history. Um, there's a um, lot of, should I say, th 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 there is that part of, you know, where you feel history misses something or there is a, a part where you don't hear your voice and you just want your voice to be present. So um, this was um, how, how, I, how I approached this. The um, scars or what, if, if, if you will, like um, mounds or keloids of sites of pain and memory um, could be, could reference post-colonial struggle, could reference um, your own struggles as a, as, 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 as a woman were represented by gorge, sign, uh, gorge um, sculptural marks on shields and um, images of power and of um, um, identity and um, irreverence was represented by large, brightly colored um, Afro wigs. So I put all these together to create um, this um, installation. What I found interesting when the work got to Wills was that um, the way in which the work interrelated with other works that were there in the exhibition. And um, not only technically, like in the work of Billy Zengara, who also uses like the language of sewing and stitching uh, like I do, and some kind of um, language too of quilt making and um, dress making, but also in the performative uh, piece that Miriam um, 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 showed um, at, at the opening, where she was making references about her own struggles as a contemporary woman and that whole dynamic of past and present. So um, I found uh, how all the works spoke to each other and the ways in which we addressed different issues about our bodies, our, our femininity, in different ways, quite interesting. Valerie? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, you have to do it in, uh, in English here. Sorry that, uh, for that, but maybe you, can, you, can, you, you want to say just very briefly about uh, the two works and the fact that it's a very unusual diptych. It's a diptych that consists of two performances speaking to each other in, uh, in very particular ways and uh, two installations speaking to each other in, uh, in, uh, in very interesting ways. So maybe interesting to, to say something briefly. Okay, so just uh, uh, like I say, my English is not... Like I say, my English is not very good. So I'm going to uh, try to uh, explain. 
briefly uh, the um, First of all, it was very interesting. It was a very, very interesting idea to um, uh, to train uh, uh, African uh, woman artist and speak about uh, body body talk. I think it's a very interesting concept uh, because in Africa. Uh, a few uh, women artists have the the occasion to speak about uh, ourselves, uh, about our work. So um, the when when Koyo uh, um, when we speak about the, the exhibition uh, and uh, uh, the theme. Uh, body talk. Uh, it was interesting to speak about uh, uh, the view, the the view of the white man on the uh, black body, on the black woman body, and uh, like we are a woman, a black woman, and we still um, uh, have uh, uh, this kind of point of view of a white woman, um, and. Uh, uh, with the two pieces, uh, I try to uh, explain the way uh, that uh, uh, it's very difficult <laughs> to find my, the word in English. Um, the the way uh, that the the black woman uh, begin a sexual uh, object. So uh, in my work, what I, I think is. Uh, not only in my work, in my life, I think it's very uh, interesting to show the, the things like they are, uh, with no emotion, with no uh, violence, with no, uh, just to show and say, that is it. So begin to speak about it. Doc, like Koyo uh, say, uh, it's a, a two uh, interactive uh, uh, piece. Uh, one, um, with the cage, so uh, uh, I was thinking that uh, the, the 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 image of the sexual black body, uh, woman body, uh, come from a long history about colonization. Uh, and, and slavery uh, also uh, is begin when the uh, white uh, people put the black people on the cage. So when you put a, a man on the cage, he's no more a man, he's an animal. So uh, I was thinking that it's interesting to um, make the relation uh, with the cage, uh, a black woman nude, and um, uh, I, I associate uh, um, a big white penis and uh, um, like some things like uh, a mac, uh, a mac, and uh, each uh, object uh, is like an icon of some things. The cage is the the cage, the true cage, and also the virtual cage. Where, where uh, uh, actually we are in the vir virtual cage, mental, mental in the uh, virtual mental cage, 
and uh, uh, the, the nude is not uh, at the beginning, uh, uh, but a nude body is not uh, bad, is not sexual, is not, uh, uh, it depends on what we think about a nudity. So, um, and uh, amak means uh, all the uh, sexual, sex, sexual play that the uh, Occident, Occidental bring in uh, Africa. So it's interesting because uh, the, the, the result or the emotion that uh, each of us can feel uh, from this space is totally different about what we think about nudity, what you think about sex, what we think about black woman, what we think about cage, what we think about sex and penis. And uh, it was interesting because uh, like uh, the other place, the other piece is um, uh, a dinner, uh, is an um, interactive dinner with uh, 12 people that I don't, that I, that I, I don't know that I didn't know, and, uh, uh, and we speak about uh, the, the, regard, the, the regard of the black, of the white woman, black, uh, <laughs> on the white woman, uh, on the black uh, body woman. And uh, the point of view was uh, totally uh, different, and for sure, in one hour, we can speak about all the aspects of the subject, but uh, it was an act to engage the dialogue. And uh, uh, when we engage the dialogue, when we share about some things, after we can um, uh, go, on peut aller en avant. Oui, we can go, uh, okay, I, I think so. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think what is, uh, I think what is also important uh, for this exhibition, for me as uh, the person who organized it, uh, was to to deal with uh, with the body as a material, but also with the black female body as a territory of uh, all sorts of inscriptions, uh, uh, voluntary and involuntary, and. Uh, as a, and then also as a, as a place of uh, as a place of desire and as a, uh, uh, and uh, in a, in a sense of uh, but at the same time also as a place of domination and in 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 uh, I was very it was very interesting for me we to work with uh, with the six artists because each and every one of of them had a very singular personal uh understanding of of uh, the the position of the black female body in the 20th century even though a lot of works make make very clear references to history which for me is totally uh, uh normal because uh, i always say the past is always present and the future is never really here. So um, I, I, uh, I also um, these these singularities of uh, understanding the body. Because if you look at, for instance, Tracy Rose's contri contribution to uh, 
to uh, to the exhibition. Uh, Tracy is an artist that has all throughout her entire body of work has used her body as a conduit for for her artistic expression, and uh, uh, and. Uh, her body is really one of her major uh, uh, artistic material, and the contribution she made to the exhibition is uh, is uh, literally taking her body to the streets of uh, of Brussels as a protest, as a historical political act of uh, of protest to uh, sort of uh, exercise uh, the. The, uh, the the horrors of the past. We were uh, in the middle of uh, Charlie Hebdo uh, debacle, and uh, and uh, she's an artist who uses immediate situations, immediate uh, um, um, things that are happening quite quite uh, quite uh, uh, now and there to. In integrating them into into her 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 work, and that uh, uh, performance uh, she did was was uh, literally a posthumous trial of uh, King Leopold II. I don't. I think most of you are familiar with the history of King Leopold II, the Belgian uh, uh, king who attributed himself both uh, the territory of the both Congos as a, as a kind of. Uh, uh, how do you say hunting r reservoir in uh, uh, in the in the mid late nineteenth uh, uh, century, and uh, Tracy's concern was to uh, was a cry out as a female uh, artist and a, fem a black female body in the space of Brussels. In uh, in the time of uh, of the of the whole uh, the post um, um, attacks of uh, of uh, of the Charlie Hebdo in uh, in uh, in France, where um, the entire uh, uh, social life in Europe and I mean specifically in France but also very well felt in uh, in Belgium was uh, was extremely alert into kind of violence and uh, you know uh, terror attacks and and so on and she was she was basically translating uh, another type of terror that is sort of uh, Unexpressed and, and and unexposed and on on unperformed, but uh, at the same, but still very much effective on black female bodies. So I I really think that uh, it is uh, uh, interesting to to look at. Uh, it was interesting for me, at least as a curator, to explore all these diverse. Understandings and all these diverse uh, uh, treatment of of the subject. I mean, your your work, Marsha, uh, uh, is for me uh, another form of uh, materialized female body uh, beyond. Uh, it mean it in a very ex extremely abstracted manner, and. Uh, 
And this is also why I think you explain it in a very formal way. I see it also, I see it in a historical way, I see it in a traditional way in terms of, you know, uh, uh, textile as a, as a, as a communication tool also in uh, in uh, in uh, in artistic practice, which is very much uh, part of uh, uh, the the pattern of uh, uh, in African uh, artistic practice. So uh, in uh, and also the idea of textile and how you bring it in connection to the work of Billy also who works with textile and how it's also connected to, to a female practice, you know, very, very few male artists who work with textile, um, mainly women artists who, uh, who work with that. So um, I think if you have questions, because we can go on <laughs> like this <laughs> for, for longer, it's, uh, for us, it's, uh, we wanted to, to give you an, a, a kind of an insight into, into the exhibition and what the exhibition uh, is, was motivated by. And, but if you have uh, any questions uh, to, uh, to the works or to the artists, you're welcome to, to pose them. I'm wondering if the American artist uh, Judy Chicago, who's very famous for her dinner party, which is now in the Brooklyn Museum, but was a very avant-garde, uh, site-specific piece uh, decades ago, if in any way uh, was influential, or was this a completely spontaneous idea of yours? No, I, I don't know the artist, uh, but uh, it's uh, a work that I became a long time, uh, and uh, uh, it's, a play, it's, a, um, it's a piece uh, uh, that I want to make uh, nine times. And uh, uh, when uh, Koyo, uh, when we, with Koyo, we speak about the theme, I was uh, thinking that uh, it was interesting to make this piece uh, on this place to engage the langu language. But uh, I don't know the artist that you're speaking, and I'm going to watch. You, you could her. I don't know how long you're going to be in the city, but it's on permanent display in the Brooklyn Museum. Judy Chicago, the dinner party. <laughs> no. I have a question for um, Marsha. Marsha, do you pretend, well, do you consider yourself as a feminist? And uh, the second question is, uh, talking about uh, sexuality, maybe it's uh, for the three of you, <laughs> because you, uh, the three of you, I understand that you originated from Africa. And as we all know, uh, sexuality is a taboo uh, subject. And when we grow up in Africa, uh, normally uh, sexuality 
is a, it's a subject we can grow up as a woman or as a girl until we become a real, you know, an adult without having to discuss sexuality because it's taboo, because we uh, all the things that are related to sex is something which is just, uh, how do you say, uh, sub subjective. It's not an open subject. It's and how did you discover you yourself in the environment where you grow up, how femini how sexuality has been, how do you grow up in your own environment, and how your sexuality has become a subject where you can talk openly? Well, the thing about, I, I, I think for me, the thing, the issue about sexuality is that it's present. It's always been present. It might come uh, with a different name, or it might come in a different kind of expression than the one that um, it's used in the West or whatever, but it's present, it's there. People talk about it. Uh, probably they don't talk about it in the open, but they do talk about it. And um, if, for instance, you know, there is that feeling where people feel um, the apprehension not to, or probably because of um, uh, trying to be polite, you know, if in, in public there are certain things, of course, you know, um, you would not say and things like that. I think it's a subject that needs to be um, discussed, not as, um, not in the terms in which a lot of people associate it with, but in very critical mm -hmm. terms. And then once you remove that whole notion of try, you know, it's this and all that, then it becomes what it is and you approach it from that angle. So your view about it completely changes because you know that you're dealing with something that is at the core, if you will, of a lot of issues that women face and the sooner you start engaging with it on that level, the better. And uh, considering, you know, if I'm a feminist artist or not, a lot of people ask that question. And um, for me, most of my work deals with the way that I see the world and the issues in which I um, want to or, or, or are of difficulty for me and I need to tackle and I need to find answers with. Uh, answers to. It's, uh, art for me is very personal in that it helps me see the way, uh, see the world in a certain way. It helps me understand questions that are really difficult for me to comprehend. I do that through art. So most of the things that I work with, the kind of material, the way that I try to answer that question might be in the, in the way that I deal with the, the material in trying to take something that is rigid and explore it in um, problematic ways that um, kind of touches or explains that question for me. Being a woman, does being a woman make me a feminist? 
This is my question. Well, uh, I'll take this. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily agree that uh, sexuality is such a taboo in African society or even talking about it. Yeah. Maybe I should specify that exactly. in the Muslim countries, even in that, and, uh, let yes, me uh, in the Muslim countries, well, actually, sexuality is discovered between friends. But uh, the mother, for example, who has a main role, a key role, in the society, uh, most of the uh, in the most of uh, uh, in the uh, Muslim countries, it's not the mother who who does the uh, the uh, sexual education. Is probably the friends, or maybe when she approaches the, uh, you know, like a, a marriage, then you have the aunties who just come around and try to talk, approach the, the problem of sexuality, but in a very subtle way. Mm. It's never, you know. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the, the Muslim context. Well, I, I, I think there is, I mean, if you look at, uh, I mean, while doing this exhibition, I did some research also, and there is this exactly, I mean, it's true and not true at the same time. And uh, what is true in what you're saying is that, of course, uh, uh, sexual converse, conversations about sexuality are not as, you know, uh, open and, you know, uh, in many African contemporary societies. But at the same time, there is a whole architecture of sexual education that goes through generations that may not be exactly from mother to daughter or from father to son or whatever, but there is a whole architecture of social organization around uh, eroticism, and uh, which is extremely elaborated. You know that, you're from Senegal. And uh, uh, there is a whole architecture and there is even a whole language around sexuality and around eroticism and, uh, and the whole arsenal of objects and, uh, and, uh, and rights and, uh, and performances that educate the young man or the young girl into uh, uh, becoming uh, a fully uh, sexual uh, uh, person. So, uh, what I agree, and where you you are totally right, and I don't necessarily even would put it between uh, Islamic society or versus Christian society. I just put it in a, in a, in a very uh, uh, traditional. Uh, uh, not context, but uh, uh, media, um, uh, ways of, you know, transmitting and talking, educating uh, uh, young people uh, around sexuality. And I think that uh, many uh, uh, traditional uh, societies still perform this uh, um, education that is indirect you know, that is, uh, that is more, um, 
when you when you look at all the the the, the rites of passage, for instance, that uh, uh, young boys in certain in many regions still go through, and young girls also uh, still go through. So, but I think the debate or the discussion of uh, of sexuality as a liberated space of expression. Uh, and also as a naming, you know, and showing and representative at kind of in terms of imagery is where it differs from maybe other, 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 other societies, but there are many uh, uh, different societies in Africa and there are as many different ways of, of discussing or educating uh, uh, young people uh, towards sexuality. Yeah. And it, it might be couched differently from what you might be, what you might think it should look like, but it's actually there in different forms and variations. Hi guys, uh, thank you so much for the presentation. Uh, I'm a writer from Kenya, and I've been here for about uh, ten days, and I was part of the Pen Festival. Hi, Billy. hi, hi, Koyo, how are you? Now. Of course, one big conversation was the Charlie Hebdo stuff, uh, the Charlie Hebdo stuff. But I'm, I'm curious uh, what you guys think is the role of the artist in times where Africans seem to be under, let me call it general attack. And I'm, the, the context I'm using here is uh, so-called immigrants drowning in the Atlantic, uh, the race riots here. These questions of uh, Africa being um, a perceived outpost for the caliphate, being seen as the next frontier that the ISIS wants. How, what is the role of the African artist in times where it seems Africans seem to be facing almost what I'd call new challenges? Well, I'll, I'll start and then maybe you, can, you, you, you are the artist. Uh, I, I think we, we tend to inscribe or want to inscribe so many roles to art that art cannot play and that art shouldn't even play. Uh, if you talk about the role of art, there are as many roles of art as there are artists. Because uh, uh, it's a very subjective practice. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a practice that is, that is based on, on personal perceptions and expressions. So, um, however, uh, I strongly believe that art performs uh, many different things in different societies De depending on how uh, artistic practices or how art as such has been inscribed in that society, well knowing that every society, all cultures, wherever, have artistic expressions. So, uh, no matter where and through all time. So, because I think that uh, uh, one of the, the Artistic expression is one of the very fundamental 
uh, human activity since since ever. So um, and now. Uh, you have artists who are interested in politics and the others who are not, which is absolutely legitimate as well. I mean, uh, you have artists who are interested in forms and others who are not. Well, I mean, uh, this is why it's very difficult to say what is the role of African art today in relation to to the news. I mean, art is not a newsroom. You know, I mean, a studio is not a, is not a newsroom. It's a, it's a, it's a reflection. It's a place of reflection. It's a place of uh, imagination. It's a place of contemplation. It's a place of research. You know. So I think that we have to be extremely uh, cautious in wanting to inscribe too many responsibility to art that it cannot bear. Yeah, so taking up from, um, from, from where Koyo um, stopped, um, a good place to start answering your questions would be the Venice Biennale, this year's Venice Biennale, and the, and the whole relationship you, all the questions that you raised, most of them were raised there in different forms, you know, by artists, and talking from, um, from the kidnapping of the Chibok girls to um, working in factories by uh, young women to the immigration um, crisis, tons of references to movement and ocean and voyage and sea. And um, so, uh, but that's talking about, you know, art in general. But the, the, another, another thing that I want to um, point out is that the, 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 the issues that you raise that I, and probably you feel that are particular to the African continent, I don't think it's, um, or you know, the issues that we have are not particular to us, rather it's global. It's something that is happening all around the world in different ways. So that artists are engaging with these two in different ways. So that it's not particularly an African problem, if you will. It's a global problem. So it's not as if, oh, you know, African artists are the ones that have this problem, and then African artists, you know, address it. But um, having said that, those issues have, you know, are constantly being talked about and are constantly being um, engaged in one way or the other. And like I said previously, um, <coughs> uh, my work deals, you know, from, uh, starts from a personal space. So that when I was preparing for my current, uh, uh, last show at the Susan England Gallery here, that was when the Erigana um, issue came up in the, in the United States and there were all those riots and people were on the streets and there was, all that questioning and a lot of debates. Um, <clears throat> I have a 10-year-old son, and one day I was going to the studio, and he said to me, um, Mommy, are you wearing a hood? I said, yes, I'm wearing a hood. And he became very agitated. I, he said, 
I should take it off. I said, I don't know why I should take the hood off. You know, why, what's the problem? Why are you so agitated? Why should I take the hood off? He said, well, because if the police stops you, they will not recognize you. Do you have your ID card? I mean, he was just at the door, you know, throwing all these questions at me. All that, of course, you know, he's hearing from the news, he's hearing from what's going on. You, you can hardly go to the studio and not think about what just happened, you know, even between your encounter with your son and trying to deal with all that in all its different ramifications. Now the question becomes, as an artist, is that something you want to engage with? You can engage with it and you, you, you don't have to engage with it. It's not um, something that artists must do but it's something artists can do. But the, but the extent in which they can do something is also an issue, you know? So you present, the, you, you try to grapple with the problem in the studio, you present it to the world, and you know, it's left for all kinds of interpretations. You've made your statement, you've um, um, said um, what is, you know, of concern to you, you've, made that public. The public then, uh, the, the audience now comes and engages with that work and takes something out of it. So the hope is that uh, some kind of dialogue begins to happen or that your, your, your show or your exhibition triggers something or some kind of thought or, or, or a way of thinking about the issue in a, in a certain kind of way. Um, the way I talked about the, 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 the missing Chibok girls, because it's something that has been happening for a long time in my community in, 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 in northern Nigeria, is the disappearance of the body, the absence of the body. You know, you, 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 it's such a heavy um, thing. It's, 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 it's a lot to deal with, and it's a lot to process and then have that, you know, down on paper, but if you're saying that um, there's so many artists who engage with that, not even literally at all, in very abstract terms, and they don't have to do it in such a way that the public understands, you know, because now it's almost as, it's almost as if the, bodies, the burden becomes on the artist to like do something about it. But the artist is dealing with their own issue in a certain way, they're dealing with studio, um, certain techniques they're trying to explore and probably something happening in, in community. And they can do that in a way that might not seem obvious to you, but it's there, you know. Um, it's difficult to me, I repeat, to speak in, in English, but uh, uh, I think the, the role uh, of... Um, uh, an artist is the same in all the world. And uh, uh, I don't think that the, uh, uh, the role of the, uh, an uh, artist from Africa is different. Like they say, we can uh, work on all kinds of subjects. Uh, and uh, uh, my work is African because I am African. But nothing is in my is in my work. Uh, I don't use truly in my work uh, a symbol or a, is a, 
uh, I think contemporary art is the is a way to uh, explain or speak about a subject with some things uh, material or I don't know some things that uh, uh, you, you you feel uh, in, inside of you and try to explain what you want to say and you can use uh, everything. Uh, so also uh, uh, the role of African artists is the same that uh, uh, all ar artists on the world is to try to, uh, with our work, to explain uh, some things that we want to say or uh, show some things that uh, we feel uh, uh, inside. I don't think that... Uh, um, there are, but my, my, I, I would like to ask you, did you think that uh, the, the, the African artists have a special role to do? Um, I completely agree with all you're saying, but I just wanted to have a conversation because it's something that's been plaguing and me and uh, of course, I'm interested in form and I'm interested in the experimentation stuff. That's the side of me that's the writer. But I'm also, my background is in journalism and I'm also an editor of a literary magazine called Kwani. And, and uh, so it's just trying to juggle those things because as editor, I think I would have to address them. As, uh, as a kind of practicing journalist, I think I would have to address them. Now, I completely agree that uh, as a writer, I don't have to. But um, it's 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 just something that just continues like rolling around in my mind. So I just wanted to hear what what you guys thought. I I I don't know. I, I yeah yeah. Thank you. Taking so one last question. Okay. Thank you so much. This has been a wonderful conversation. Um, I wanted to ask about the practical challenges of doing the work that you do in your body. I'm a writer and director, and to stand on set in this black female body creates all kinds of practical challenges for me that I've been negotiating. I'm also a Nigerian and back home, which can be a very patriarchal, sexist, ageist society. So doing this work that I do in a, in a relatively young black female body creates challenges for me in actually making the work. So I wanted to ask you all um, to respond to what some of those challenges have been, the actual practical challenges of achieving your work in your body, and then doubly on top of that work that is exploring the actual body. Wow. I know that's a big question, but it's... Yes, I, I'm not sure if uh, we all understood it the same way. Um, Marsha, you said you did understand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I don't know. I, I think as, a, as, a, as an exhibition maker and who is developing uh, a practice into, um, you know, a kind of a territory, specific territory, which is African and, and diaspora, uh, artists and issues. I think also that there is, a, and also as a as a as a as a woman, uh, there is this this constant 
kind of uh, consciousness about being uh, black, I don't even say African as such, uh, being black, uh, being, being a woman, uh, working in the arts, uh, uh, in Africa, which I think are already many layers of contentions uh, right there uh, with uh, different faces of uh, uh, advantages, of course, but also different faces of, uh, of challenges. So, and, uh, and I also see the exhibition, exhibition making itself as a, as a performative action or performative actions of, you know, uh, redefining, constantly redefining or repositioning uh, the, the black female subject somehow, regardless if I'm working with female artists or not, you know, it's the focus is not that. The focus is really uh, about how do we uh, uh, write ourselves, you know. Uh, Ashin Bembe talks about l'écriture de soi, uh, how do we inscribe ourselves, you know, in the in the in the space, in the in the um, in the conversation, and uh, now how we do it or how I do it personally? I just know that um, constantly and uh, and uh, uh, always, uh, you know animated and habited by uh, artistic concerns uh, from I'm interested in the in the in the conversations and that artists propose and that is not limited to Africa as such it's uh, it's just general and uh, there are certain practices that I'm interested in and those others that I'm less interested in and uh, and I really and I really I personally believe that those practices that are most interesting are those practices that have a level of, of abstraction uh, that is very advanced, be it formalistic or you know, or aesthetical or you know, in the in the in the in the uh, topics or subjects that uh, that they deal with. So uh, I I think it's. Uh, there is not much more I can say about that. And um, sometimes in dealing with your issues, you know, or with things that you encounter or things that you are troubling for you as a woman, um, especially when you're dealing with like a visual or an art form, I would use like, the Body Talk exhibition for, as an example for this. Each of us came to it from different perspectives. Each of us have our own ways of viewing, you know, our bodies and then the way that, you know, we express this, you know. But like Koyo said, it was done in a very sophisticated and um, abstracted way. So that when you understand the issues that, um, 
of concern to you, there's a way that you can still interpret, interpret them, there's a way that you can still speak to them and talk, talk, talk about that. Now, is it, um, I'm curious though, are you talking about the way that you have to talk about all these issues and then relate it to the public? Because then that's another different What I'm really talking about, I guess from my own perspective, is making this work in a black female body, it can affect how other people engage with me on a set and it can affect funding. It can affect how my work is interpreted by critics. So there's actually material challenges that are presented by the fact that I do this work in this body and I realize doing it actually becomes in itself its own transgression. And I'm reacting to other people's reactions to me. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm trying to understand if you encounter anything similar in your own work. Or I mean, I'm very new to this uh, contemporary art field. I'm working in film. So I guess I'm just also curious if there are similarities. There are. And um, part of it is walking through it. Yeah, I mean, uh, walking through it. I mean, it's, um, it's your body. <laughs> Yeah, you, 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 you come to accept that, you come to acknowledge that. And it becomes, it comes to a point where it becomes powerful because of all the other things that it's, all those kinds of projections. So it's, um, it's, it's you coming to an understanding of who you are and what your body is. And then using that to pass through all the difficulties that I think you might be engaging in because it's almost like um, the way the question is couched, it's almost like it's your body and then you don't know what to do about the fact that it's your body. It's powerful, your body is powerful. When you come to that understanding and come to that place, then it becomes a tool that you can use. I don't know how else to answer you. I don't know, maybe, I mean, when you were talking, uh, I came to my mind that uh, what the lady is maybe hinting at is uh, this, I mean, the female body, be it black, white, or whatever, has been over-determined in the, in the scheme of patriarchy, you know? I mean, it's a, it's a site of domination, it's a site of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, Occupation and uh, and I write in the in the in the in the exhibition catalog that it's even a site of crime every three minutes in the world. So the female body is has been so uh, commodified as a, as a, as an object of uh, multiple use, and uh, and I think that uh, uh, a lot of women in a way or in another, have also internalized this, this reality. And uh, it even starts how we are raised, you know, between girls and, and boys. So um, somehow it is, uh, I totally understand what you're saying about being a female professional in a mostly, uh, mainly as male-dominated uh, uh, film world or art world for, for our, our, our concern. And uh, how that reality, that uh, kind of uh, uh, biological and physical reality plays, can play, it shouldn't, doesn't have to, but can play and often plays into the interactions 
or uh, that that can come up. And and uh, and this is where I think this exhibition is. Uh, I mean, this project is interesting because uh, uh, it also proposes many different views and many different ways of understanding what is body, what is material, what is immaterial, you know, and uh, and how, uh, what is real, what is abstract, what is imagination, what is political, you know. And, uh, and how uh, that can be translated into a domain of, uh, of uh, you know, um, asserting uh, yourself and asserting a certain power. So I think it's, uh, uh, it's basically what we were trying yeah, to do. A new kind of understanding yeah. of yeah. the female body. Yeah. You know, like there are all those things that exist, but this is so different. You have to like present a new kind of way of understanding of the field. So thank you so much. The catalogs are here for those who are interested, and thank you for your for your interest. And uh, thank you everybody who was here for the last two days. And uh, I hope to see you next year. <laughs>